morning. I really want to talk about this thing, and I'm, I'm, I'm quite clear and sure that it's one of those difficult topics. And uh, the reason for it being this difficult, it is because partly there are some people who have actually abused this topic. They were greedy in ministry and they were greedy in how they handled themselves in terms of finances. Therefore, nobody wants to talk about it anymore. And the second reason for that, why it becomes difficult, it is because it's quite a complex topic. Because there are quite a number of people who have introduced verses that do not necessarily relate to giving and they misuse that. And therefore, most probably many of us will shy away from talking about it if we still have a sense of not wanting to rob God's people. But I, I really want us to redeem it this morning and talk about it clearly, squarely, and without any qualms around it. And one of, one of the things that encourages me to go into it is what Paul says in Acts 20, And he says in the New King James Version, For I have not shunned to declare to you the whole counsel of God. Amplified puts it this way. He says, For I never shrank or kept back or fell short from declaring to you the whole purpose and plan and counsel of God. And in the same context and in the same chapter in verse 35, he ends up by saying, it is more blessed to give than to receive. And of course, David writes a psalm in Psalm 24, which will be a, a basis of introductory session for this talk. Verse 1 and 2 reads as follows. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it. The world and all who live in it. For he founded it on the seas and established it on the waters. Deuteronomy 10.14 also says, To the Lord your God belong the heavens even the highest heavens and the earth and everything in it. And Psalm 50, verse 5 to 12 reads as follows. It says, gather to me this consecrated people who made a covenant with me by sacrifice. 
and the heavens proclaim his righteousness for he is a god of justice listen my people i will speak i will testify against you israel i am god your god i bring no charges against you concerning your sacrifices or concerning your bent offerings which you are which are they are forever before me I have no need of a bull from your stall. Or goats from your pens. Every animal of the forest is mine. And the cattle on a thousand hills. I know every bird in the mountains. And the insects in the fields are mine. Even if I were hungry, I would not tell you. For the world is mine and all that is in it. Haggai 2.8 And it reads as follows. The silver is mine and gold is mine, declares the Lord Almighty. 1 Chronicles 29, 11 says, Yours, Lord, is the greatness and the power. And the glory and the majesty and the splendor. The glory, the majesty, the majesty, and the splendor. For everything in heaven and on earth is yours. Yours, Lord, is the kingdom. You are exalted as heard over all. Now, friends, where we have read all the scriptures that I've read, I just wanted to establish that everything belongs to the Lord. In actual fact, there's nothing that we have that you can boast about that you think it's from you. It doesn't. It belongs to him. That's why he even says, even if I was hungry, I will not ask you because Actually, all the things you have are mine. So as we talk about cultivating a culture of giving, I want you to understand, in actual fact, as you give, you are not doing the Lord a favor. And I understand as well that there would be people that came into the life of the church or got born again and when the baskets are going around, they don't even have a clue what we are doing. And today I'm hoping to help you to understand something of that nature. But the first thing that you need to know is everything you have belongs to the Lord, including your hairstyle if you have one. And our key text this morning 
Because all of those ones were just laying the foundation and they were giving us an introduction. It is Matthew chapter 6 and I want us to read it. Let's go there and we start from verse 19. Verse 19 reads as follows. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth. Where moth, vermin destroy. Where thieves break in and steal. But store up yourselves treasures in heaven. Where moth or vermin do not destroy. Where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. Verse 22. The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. And if then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate one and love the other, or will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. And remember we said silver and gold belongs to the Lord. Therefore, if you serve silver and gold, you are serving a subservient of the one who actually created them. And in actual fact, Matthew says, then you cannot serve both God and money. Those are two masters. If you serve the other one, the other one will be despised. Actually, the writer of Proverbs writes and says in Proverbs 9, I mean Proverbs 3, 9 and 10, it says, Honor the Lord with your wealth. Then he will fill your bands with grain and your vast will overflow. And Paul also talks to Timothy in 1 Timothy 6, 17 to 19 and says, Command those who are rich in this present world. Not to be arrogant. Not to put their hope in their wealth. Which is so uncertain. But to put their hope in God. Who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. And verse 10 of 1 Timothy 6 says, For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. Some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and, and pierced themselves with many griefs. So I'm hoping that you are getting a sense of what money does, why People will pierce themselves. Why does it bring grief? It's simply because if you worship it and not worship the one who made it, therefore that becomes a problem for you. 
Me jana ke solofela gore go simola go tlhaloganya gore go reng go dira chalete le so se se tla go tlisa motloko. Gona ga o abamela yo we o abamela yona e senyo o dirileng o tla simola go nna le mathata. And the writer of Hebrews in 13:5 says. Memo kwadi ba Hebrew go khola le somelo bo rarote mana botlano ari. Keep yourself free from the love of money. Ari itshole o le phepa go tswa mo le ratong la chalete. Be content with what you have. Khotsa falla tsa ona nnatso because God said, "Gona modimo rile, never will I leave you." Khangitla ke go leta, lesa. Never will I forsake you. Lesen go go ikhatholosa. A few things that I want you to get. Dilo dile malatse ke ratang gore o di bona mo mosongo. One The world financial system it's in serious problems. Most people are in serious economic troubles. Even some of the believers have no understanding of God's financial systems and they are also fearful because of this financial system of the world. Churches, missionary work, local work, apostolic work, all of these things, most of them are deeply in trouble to further the gospel because finances are not in good order. Many churches are under-shepherded. Why? Because they cannot even afford to take care of the shepherds in the life of the church. Why? Finances. They cannot even afford to meet in suitable places. Why? We are swamped financially. There is even so much confusion about the right thing all the wrong thing to do in terms of this financial situations. Sheep is hating. They're very insecure because they are heavily indebted. Why? The financial system is crunching. And my friends, this morning, I want to suggest a few things to us. That God's financial system will always help us to understand something of his nature away from the world's financial system. When we start to understand that, one, the gospel will go to the world. Two, the sheep will be able to be catered for and taken care of because the shepherds are taken care of. It will be able to provide adequate facilities so that people can be equipped and trained for the work that needs to be done out there. Even the poor will be taken care of. It will enable us to even do more of the work that we cannot do in this present time. But key to all of them, it will enable us to be prosperous and fruitful in our lives. 
a few things that I want you to look at. And this is this is this is a simple thing. Jesus' lifestyle was key to giving. His life in itself was a life given by God for us. One. We would not be here had he not given his life for us. Two, he came in the picture and people ran, ran short of the wine and he changed water into wine to supply and give them something for the wedding. Five thousand people were fed from just small like giving of a small boy. Why? Because those things in, in Jesus' hands became multiplied because the giver has multiplied the giving of the smallest. And we are aware that there are three types of giving. And today I want to concentrate on one. Giving number one. We call it the giving that produces. Giving number two. We call it alms giving which is the giving that provides. Giving number three. We call it an outreach giving. Which is the giving that propels. So there's giving that provides. There's giving that produces. There's giving that propels. And today I want to talk about the giving that produces. So that we understand uh, the, the, un, the, the underlying factors of our giving. Now friends, I know at times when people talk about giving in general, some of the things that they talk about, you'll find that they're talking about giving that produces, but they quote it in the giving that propels. And that's why you'll have a lot of confusion that even when we talk about giving, we are no longer clear what are we talking about. So today, for your sake, I want to talk about giving that produces. When we start giving in this way, the giving that produces one will produce wealth, and two will produce a financial blessing for our lives. 2 Corinthians 9, 6 to 11 says, It says, remember this, whoever sows sparingly will reap sparingly. Now friends, when you read that text, you don't read it as giving that propels or giving that provides. You read it as giving that produces. 
Now let's read it and understand that. Whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Now you see there's a principle there. You can't take this text and go around and want to talk about it as giving to the poor because it's not talking about them. Because you see the one that will talk about the poor, it will be the giving that provides but not produces. This one you sow, it produces. And verse 7 of that uh, text says, Each of you should give what they have decided in their hearts to give. Friends, the giving that produces, it depends on you. You have to decide. And normally we, we read it in we, we read it in, in, in broader terms and then people don't understand. But in its context, giving that produces depends on you. Because Paul says you decide. Whatever you sow, you reap. If you reap sparingly, I mean, if you sow sparingly, friends, it's, it's simple. If you, if you sow sparingly, the production you have will be as much as the sparing way of your planting. Because this kind of giving is meant to produce for you. Verse 8 says, And God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. The question that we may want to ask, does God need my money? The, the answer is simple. No. He already owns it because silver and gold belongs to him. But listen to verse 8. And God is able to bless you abundantly. You see, God's blessing in this case, it depends on your way of planting that particular seed. And I want you to understand it because we are separating them. In, 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 in past times, we will just lump them and put them under one roof and they would not be helpful. Verse 9 says, And it is written, They have freely scattered their gifts to the poor, their righteousness endures forever. Verse 10, which is key. Now he who supplies the seed to the sower and bread for food 
will also supply and increase your store of seed. And will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way. So that you can be generous on every occasion. And through us. Your generosity will be a result in thanksgiving to God. Now understand this thing. The world will say to you, if you want to have a lot of money, look at every opportunity of saving and save as much as you can. That way, one day, you will have a lot of money because you saved as much as you can. The Bible it says <laughs> the way for you to have abundance and fruitfulness it's in your giving. The world says keep as much as you can. The Bible says Give as much as you can. Now you see, if you are a Christian and you are living according to the world's financial system, you are in danger because you will always be indebted. And that's why many of us are so much deep in debt that even the world system, we can't apply it in terms of saving because there's nothing to save. For I testify that they gave as much as they were able. Even beyond their ability. Entirely on their own. Friends, giving is a personal thing. Now, if you want to, if you want God to help you to produce more wealth in your life, you have to decide as a person how you want to give. This church was very poor. Very poor. But they gave on their own and they even gave beyond what these guys expected them to do. Now if you want God's increase in your life, you have to Cultivate a culture of giving even beyond your ability at times. And I'll tell you why I use that statement. There are many people who are very, 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 very conscious when it comes to their money. Unfortunately, they are not aware that for risk averse in terms of giving, in actual fact, is holding them back from being productive. Let's look at a few things that I really want you to, to see. 
If this giving is to produce for you in this case, number one, be eager to do it. Friends, be eager to do it. Look at verse 2 where we have read. Just you, 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 you have your time and look at it and these guys were eager to do it. The life of giving friends, it needs people who are eager to do it and God comes through for them. The second thing that they did, they were very enthusiastic about it. Friends, when you give, give because you believe God for what he says in his word. Now, if you are going to give and it's a grudgingly, that's why it says, when you do that, don't have grudges about it. Do it with enthusiasm in your heart. Number three, do it willingly. Can I talk to couples a minute? If one of you in your family or, or many, yeah, of course in your marriage, if one of you is not a willing participant in terms of giving, you will be so amazed that you realize that you are a giver but there's no financial freedom in your house or in your family. Because you see, God, when he looks at you, he sees one, not two. So therefore, if it is not a conviction of this family for God's breakthrough, for what you need for your family, and the other partner is not a willing participant, I can tell you, your giving does not produce. Be willing as you do it. Number four, give generously and abundantly. Now, giving that produces friends, it needs people who will give generously and abundantly. If you start giving the things you don't want, I can tell you the things that will come. Remember, I'm talking about giving that produces, not the other givings. So if you, if you give the things you don't want, because it's meant to produce, whatever comes to you, it is what you don't want. You, you know what, guys? But remember, when, when you give, remember this giving, it's not, it's not the one that 
propels is not the one that provides, it's the one that is meant to produce wealth for you and your family. So I'm talking about that one. No, you go into your pocket. And then you sift all of these other things. And you go for the lowest and the denominator in your pocket. And so this one that you don't like. You give. One. You're believing God for a house or a, a a car or for whatever or a good job or an increase and all of those things. I know recall first and they've been these things have been bedeviled, but I can tell you today I'm bringing them back to scripture so that you see they are right when you do them the right way. Amen. So Zano Skelalena is blessed. How? He is blessed. Now you give what you don't like and you're hoping for a house, a car, or a, an increase or all of that thing. Guess what? What you get, it's the direct opposite of all what you need because you gave the wrong thing. Let me quickly help you with this one and give you these verses so that when you are home, you read them. And, and, and please go through them. And then they may, they may actually quickly help you. Um, let me look into this. Alms giving that which provides for the poor and the needy. Acts 4 34 to 37. Just write it and you'll read it. Mark 10:21. Luke 12, Proverbs 19:17. Slow Oh, I'm too fast. Okay. Proverbs 1917. Luke 1233. Luke Mark 1021. Mark 10:21. Mark 10:21. Mark 10:21. Mark 10:21. Mark 10:21. Mark Philippians 4, 14 to 19. Matthew 28, 18. And given that produces is the verses that we have read. So point number four was give generously and abundantly. Luke 6.38 says, To the extent that you give, you also receive. Because 
Please read it fast quickly. Luke 6:38. Here is the thing, say. Give and it will be given to you. Give and Give and it will be given to you. Give and it will be given to you. Now remember, if you don't put it in the right context and you're talking about giving that propels or giving that provides, that scripture doesn't fit. Like for instance, if you read this scripture and you're saying, let's give, uh, I read this scripture, it will be given to you, so let's give to the poor. What are you doing? Because the one who gives to the poor lends to the Lord, but there's no saying you will be given back. So this one, it is giving that produces because when you give, there's an expectation that you will be given a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over the vessel. That's how you produce. That's good. <laughs> that, that is giving that does what? Okay, Now let me let me be honest with you. I, I have seen how this giving helps. In actual fact, the people who are around me, they sometimes they ask themselves, how, how do I give even if it seems like I don't have? I have discovered a secret, a kingdom secret. The, the kingdom secret is the more I give in terms of the production, my life becomes so abundantly blessed and fruitful. So if you don't do that, friends, you're not going to produce anything. In actual fact, you will be so indebted to the banks, you will be so indebted to everything else because you are trying to make wealth for your own, in your own way, but God's way is giving. Point number five. Give wholeheartedly. Now this one, how can you and then you go around and tell people, don't see them, but I'm sure I gave them. Then you must know it's not gonna produce. Don't see them going around like this. I gave them. Because it's meant to produce. Out of a good heart that has given wholeheartedly. The next thing, give 
gratefully and thankfully. Nela ka boitumelo le ka ditebogo. Gratefully and thankfully. O nela ka boitumelo le ka ditebogo. Ise na konkne lo bona hantse monelo to wa bona mutshwana la ke ya ka mopotleng. Wa bona ro ka re amen. Hey. You can see that this person is they about to give. No, no, no. In actual fact, when it's time to give, you should be excited that it is the time for me to plant in terms of my expectations of the production for fruitfulness. In this giving, Give expectantly. Nela usulu feti. Ah. Akiri general. How nela no nela. Ska expect anything come. No, 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 no. That's another giving. But this one. The one that we're talking about. When you give. How nela. You expect. Wasulu fail. And you know, many of us have been robbed because the gospel no giving you one thing and it's a it's 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 one simple same generic blanket. And I've realized that friends, all these givings, if you read their scriptures, they will tell you. That those who rob us, they use them interchangeably to rob us because we cannot separate them. So how did reject No, 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 no. This one expect. How solo fail? Or look six Give and it shall be. So the scripture is lying. If it says it shall be given to you. No, you will. Because it's given that produces. Do you want to have a lot? Give the giving that produces. The last two points and I'll sit down. Give sacrificially. Give sacrificially. Let me give this, 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 this smaller testimony. Towards the end of, of last year, I said to my wife, it is time for you to resign. It was, a, it was a tall order. And the question was, but how are we going to live? How are we going to do some of these things and that and that and that? that, and, that and I said to her, you see, the many years when I resigned as a teacher and left, I knew the, 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 the next coming months, it's going to be a tough walk for us. And some of those who walked with us, they will, re- they will realize something. After I had resigned, nine months after we planted this church somewhere, and look, I did not have a salary, I did not have anything, nothing, nothing. And I can tell you, I'll be honest with you, very honest. I've been tempted so many times to go back to my work. 
Every time I wanted to go, God said to me, Do you trust me? Lord, I trust you, but there's no food. The fridge is. Mm. And God said, Trust me. Cut the long story short, we, walk, we have walked that and more and more of our giving produced so much that today some people think I've got a lot, a lot of money that is stuck somewhere even in Netherlands. Finally, give continually. I have never been blessed by a stingy Christian. So please, if you want to see production in your life and in your family and fruitfulness, stop being stingy and plow in the ground and production will come out. Thank you.